Good day, welcome to Partake in our continuing series, Scriptural Delights. Here is our 16th podcast going through the, the wonder that is Psalm 119. Today we look at the 14th of its 22 letters, Nun, and it is verses 105 to 112, as read by Jenny. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. I have taken an oath and confirmed it, that I will follow your righteous laws. I have suffered much. Preserve my life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, O Lord, the willing praise of my mouth, and teach me your laws. Though I constantly take my life in my hands, I will not forget your law. The wicked have set a snare for me, but I have not strayed from your precepts. Your statutes are my heritage for ever. They are the joy of my heart. My heart is set on keeping your decrees to the very end. Thanks for reading, Jen. If the last section was about spiritual ecstasy, then this one is about spiritual joy, and we will progress through to see what brings the psalmist spiritual joy. As he walks in the darkness with a lamp to show him where to tread and which path to follow, the psalmist here is reflecting on just how God's word leads, guides, guides, and keeps him on the path of staying right with and obedient to Almighty God. Many is the path the, the psalmist would have trodden in the dark when tending sheep as a shepherd boy, being careful not to fall into any holes or off the path. Now, he says just how brightly shining God's word is, to guide, steer and keep him on the narrow spiritual path. The light of scripture and God's law, commands and statutes not only give guidance on how to live, but also direct and guide every action God's word, said the psalmist, is a light and a lamp through the dark time he spoke of earlier. The tiniest light affects even the darkest night. It would also have been after having been, having renounced all earthly wisdom that the psalmist David could be guided by heavenly wisdom seen in the law. And with a lamp to direct his footsteps and a light to guide his path the psalmist David resolved boldly before God that he will follow the righteous laws as laid down by God. The lamp and the light are to show God's moral guidance. They are to show a way forward and not backwards. For by going backwards, the psalmist knows he will fall into darkness and off the path and ways that are disobedient to God. So he relies on the law and God's commandments to show him the way up the narrow path of obedience to God. He offers himself to the service of God and is willing to fully be, to be fully committed to following where God leads and be obedient to him. With his desire to keep God's laws, the psalmist is embracing what God commands wholeheartedly and single-mindedly. And how does he achieve this? Is it achievable by using his own strength and guile? No, it is due only to God's grace and power that the psalmist can hope to achieve his goal and fulfill his oath. He knows that even though he suffers for his obedience, 
the Lord has promised to save and rescue him according to his promises. Again, the psalmist relies on God's promises to save, secure and rescue him. In response to being rescued, the psalmist offers praises and a willingness to be taught. With praises of a teachable person, God is asked to accept the psalmist's sacrifice. Nothing was more important to the psalmist than to know how God wanted him to behave in all situations, and God's laws, statutes, precepts, and commandments enable the psalmist to exercise godly obedience and discipline in all situations, both private, public, and civic. The psalmist has sought to do this despite sufferings, persecutions, having his very life threatened, and being in constant danger from his enemies. Despite all that, God's laws are imprinted on the psalmist's heart and engraved on his mind. He does not forget. He is then able to overcome the traps, lures, snares and temptations laid out in wait for him by his goading enemies. Knowing God's precepts on his heart and mind allow the psalmist to avoid such traps, shining the lamp and light of God's word on the path ahead. His persecuting enemies seek to destroy and kill him, but they are eluded by the psalmist's godly guile and knowledge. For the psalmist knows that God's laws are everlasting to everlasting, and that they bring him true joy, true spiritual joy. And the testimony he has read in the history of his peoples about how they overcame in order to be obedient to God are a joy to him provided the psalmist possess this everlasting joy. He can leave all other pleasures such as music, gold, jewels, riches, honours, wealth and family behind. God and being obedient to God through God's laws were the psalmist's utmost joy and goal. That was his spiritual joy with a lamp and a light to show the way forward in a path of obedience. How is your lamp showing? How is your walk of obedience to and service of God going? It is when we are struggling with temptations and sins that we need the Holy Spirit to help us overcome. So often, I know from experience, we try in our own strength to overcome temptations and we fail. We succumb to the tempter's traps and disobey God actively and inactively much to the pleasure of our goading enemies. Jesus, when on the last night before his arrest, trial and death, endured supreme temptations to just give up. But he didn't, because like the psalmist, his supreme joy was found in being obedient to the Father. Where is your supreme joy found? Is it found in your wealth, possessions, sexual activity, friends, parties or family? Or is your supreme joy like the psalmist and Jesus found in utter obedience to God and service to him and his people? Remember that we have a helper who dwells inside us if we are Christian, God the Holy Spirit. He will help you through temptations and snares and give you the grace freely to do so. And finally, when you do succumb when you do sin, having fallen for the lure or trap of the enemy, then be quick to ask forgiveness for your sin. 
the longer you leave it, the more it will fester, turn poisonous, and give the enemy Satan an opportunity to accuse you. Ask forgiveness from God. Accept his grace, move on, and ask the Holy Spirit to fill you anew and help you. Read Psalm 51 and Psalm 32 if you want to know how the psalmist did it. Remember that temptation itself is not a sin. Even Jesus was tempted many times, and yet he never sinned. Thank you.